When there are an infinite amount of female struggles, you decide to do a podcast about them. I'm Emma Jo, Real Davis, and in each episode of this podcast, I take a subject by the horns and rip it to shreds. This is the podcast that isn't afraid to talk about any struggle you've had as a woman, from struggling with your body image. You do get some people commenting, saying, like, you look like a man and women shouldn't look like this. And actually, I love it when I've got a six-pack. To wondering whether marriage is the right thing for you. To say that I'm committing myself to you for the rest of my life until my last breath, that just seems like a really stupid thing to say. So even having a cervical smear test. I need to yeah. take my trousers and my knickers off. Yeah. Ooh. Let me know if it hurts. Blimey. That wasn't the end of the world. And that's it. Oh my gosh, is that it? I'm in shock at how easy it was. This is The Female Struggle Is Real. Hello, welcome to The Female Struggle Is Real. My name is Emma Jo Real Davis. If you've never listened before, hello to you. If you're a regular listener, welcome. You know what to expect, you know. Um, Buzzing about this, actually. Basically, I have decided to do a little contraception mini series. I was just going to do the one app and then I just realised there is so much to talk about. It is such a huge part of our lives. Either, you know, we're taking pills every day, we're moving patches from one bum cheek to the next bum cheek, we're going for injections every three months. Ugh, it is an absolute minefield and I just could not cram it all in to one episode. When I was putting out messages on Instagram and Twitter about what it was you wanted to talk about with contraception, so many of you sent me messages saying, when is there going to be a male contraceptive pill? And you know what, gal? I absolutely feel you. It is so true. It would be so lovely to have a male contraceptive pill just to alleviate the burden from us women a little bit. Obviously, in defence of men, at the moment, there are only two options and they are condoms and a vasectomy, which, as you know, is permanent. I didn't realise myself that the research that's been going into the male contraceptive pill has been going on for decades. I thought it was a relatively new thing, naively. I didn't really know a lot about it. Um, When I looked into it, it's been going on for years. They've been promising a male pill for years and years and years. Two years, there's going to be a male pill. The next three years, promise, guys, there's going to be a male pill. You know, this was back in the 90s. So I thought, come on, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of these rumours, these articles we're reading, things on Twitter. You know, there are YouTube videos of people using it. How is it not a thing yet in the UK? So do not panic because I am going to be talking to Dr. Stephanie Page, who is a leading researcher at the University of Washington. She knows all about it. She can hopefully tell us a little bit more about how it works, the side effects and when it's going to be available. But... And this is a very big but. It's all very well having a male contraceptive pill on the market for men to potentially use. Are they going to take it though? Probably I'm a little bit sceptical only because obviously for years and years and years the burden has always been with us women. We know what we're doing, sort of, half, I don't know, do we? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe we don't at all actually. Um, I suppose we've kind of got into a routine. We've got used to the fact that we have to do it because otherwise we will get pregnant. That's just what's going to happen. What I mean is it's been really easy for men to take a back seat on this. Um, Firstly, because there haven't been the options for men to kind of get involved with the whole contraception thing. Like I've already mentioned, there's only condoms and the vasectomy that are available for men. Secondly, because it won't physically affect them. You know, we're the ones getting pregnant. 
But I think you will be positively surprised with the results of my little social experiment. I went out onto the streets and asked a bunch of random people whether they would consider taking the male contraceptive pill. In the words of Dr. Stephanie Page. There are lots of men that are very interested in sharing the burden of contraception as well as controlling their own fertility. This is what happened when I confronted a load of strangers on their lunch breaks about their contraception methods. So, ladies, would you mind telling me what contraception method you use at the moment? The implant. And how do you find the implant? Um, it was a bit weird to begin with, but all the sort of weird side effects come into play, but actually it's all right. And what about you? What do you use? I use the pill. I've take the one that doesn't have the hormones in it because I get migraines and so I find it perfectly fine. I don't have the unbalances or anything like that. And would you love it if a male contraceptive pill actually came to the UK? I think so. But also it's a bit weird because at the moment the emphasis is all on you. So you know exactly what's happening. If you're not taking it, you know you're not taking it. Whereas if the emphasis is on the other party, for example, then... You don't really know what's happening there. They could be saying it and not be taking it. So you might not trust them, basically. <laughs> basically, I'm a very sceptical person. You might be telling me the truth and I'm like, mm, trying to decipher whether you're actually telling the truth or not. So, yeah, I think even if there was a male contraceptive pill, for example, and like if I had a partner and they were taking that, I'd probably still do something on my own as well, just to be on the safe side. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my wife is on the injection, I believe. How does she find the injection? She's pretty comfortable with it. If a male pill were to come to the UK, would you consider using it? Uh, possibly. Her contraception's working well for me and her at the moment, yeah. so I'm happy we have I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I'm, I'm pleased with it, how it works at the moment. So. What would your issues be if you were to consider taking a male contraceptive pill? I'm quite wary as to what I put in my body in terms of what I consume food and drink let alone um, any kind of medication so I'd be very wary about any side effects especially new medication. Hello Hi. which method of contraception do you use at the moment if it's not too personal a question to ask? <laughs> Only come for a salad. <laughs> um, condoms. Condoms and are you in a relationship or are you single? I'm in a relationship yes. If a male pill were to come to the UK would you consider using it? I would yes yeah. You guys are in a relationship, is that correct? We are, yes. Can I just ask what method of contraception you use? Uh, condoms. And why do you choose to use condoms, if you don't mind me asking? Safety first, right? It works well for our relationship at the moment. We're in a long-term relationship, five years, so we're comfortable talking about it and having discussion about it and landing on that. Um, it also works well from like a fertility perspective at the moment. It shouldn't always be the responsibility of the lady to take pills or have other things so condoms is a shared thing so I can take some responsibility as well. You have almost answered my next question because my next question was if a male pill were to come to the UK would you consider taking it? 100% yes. Sorry for the personal question but what method of contraception do you use at the moment? Uh, use the app. The app? I'm not responsible for it. I think it's an app that tells you when you're ovulating or when to use protection and when not to use protection. And how is it not being responsible for it? Do you sort of take note of your partner, I assume's ovulation? I pay no attention to it. It's up to her. <laughs> if a male pill were to come on the market in the UK, would you consider using it? Potentially. Uh, depends what the, the benefits are and 
what the risks are as well, I guess. But you wouldn't overrule it completely? No, I wouldn't overrule it, no. So I have the contraceptive pill, the combined pill. Yeah. Um, and how do you find that? Great. <laughs> it works, yeah. <laughs> and what about yourself? I, I'm the same, yeah. And it works for me too. I know it doesn't work for everyone. Can I ask as well, are you in relationships or not? <laughs> no. I am, yes. <laughs> um, if a male pill were to come to the UK and be on the market, would you like to think that your partner would take the pill? Oh, Good question. I'd like to think so. Equality and all that. <laughs> and would you trust him to take oh, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, would, I would trust him more than I would trust myself. <laughs> I would trust myself more because then I'm in control. Obviously got control issues. That's another podcast to come. Would you consider taking a male contraceptive pill? Sure. If, if that's what she wants. You wouldn't mind trying it even if it had, say, side effects of moodiness or nausea? Nope. As long as it's not cancer, <laughs> it's good for me. I am the first to hold my hands up and say that that whole experience pleasantly surprised me, if I'm honest. I genuinely thought I would ask, say, I don't know, 10 men and all of them would say that they had no interest whatsoever in taking a male contraceptive pill. How wrong I was. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Having said that, when you've got a microphone shoved in front of your face and a camera as well, because there is a little video that's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, maybe they just kind of felt a little bit of a pressure to say, yes, I'll take it. I'll do whatever you say, Emma. No, I'm joking. Obviously, I have actual faith. I thought it was really interesting as well that a lot of the women I spoke to were kind of worried about whether they could trust their male partner to take the male contraceptive pill. And you know what? It is a thought. Um, it hadn't actually crossed my mind. I guess it really depends whether you're in a relationship or whether you're single, because if you're in a relationship, hopefully you will have talked about it. And there's that sort of shared responsibility and shared kind of trust between each other. Whereas I guess when you're single or maybe you have a bit of a one night stand or whatever, you're never really going to know. One thing I found really interesting when talking to those people was that it was very clear that some people who were in relationships had talked about their method of contraception in their couple. It was very much a joint decision. Whereas some of the men I spoke to, um, you know, they weren't quite sure what their girlfriends or wives were using, how it all worked, what they were doing, and they kind of just left it up to them. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, there's no right or wrong answer with this at all but I'm just kind of making you aware of the difference. You know, I've been on the pill for years and years and years. So then when I met my boyfriend, there was no need to have that kind of joint discussion about what method of contraception we were going to use um, because I was already on the pill. It's never really come up. We've never really spoken about it. But it did sort of make me think that maybe if we were to speak about it more, whether that was with um, the partner you're in a relationship with or the partner that you're casually having sex with or whatever... Maybe they would understand a bit more about how contraception works, about what we're doing to our bodies. And therefore, if a male contraceptive pill were to come to the UK in our lifetime, they might be more inclined to use it. Talking of which, let's speak to Dr. Stephanie Page, who is a professor of medicine at the University of Washington in the Division of Endocrinology and Diabetes. What a title. Did I get that right, Stephanie? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> um, now, let's start with you telling us a little bit about what it is you're working on at the moment, what you're researching. Sure. So uh, we work with colleagues at uh, LA Biomed, which is part of UCLA and at the NIH. 
to try and develop a male hormonal contraceptive. So similar to female hormonal contraceptives, the ultimate goal of the project is to create a list of options for men, such as pills, injections, uh, topical gels that men could use as a contraceptive. Why personally are you so sort of fascinated with this field of research? So I think, you know, there's really a couple reasons. I mean, the science is very interesting, but more importantly, there's, in my mind, a huge public health need for expanded contraceptive options. So population growth continues to be a global problem. And uh, despite the fact that we have a lot of very effective female uh, contraceptives, in, in contrast, men only have two contraceptive options available, vasectomy, which is not reversible, and condoms, which are an incredibly important part of sexual health, but actually aren't uh, terrific for contraception. And so I think if we really want to address the global problem of unplanned pregnancy, creating options for the other 50% of the population is only going to be helpful uh, in, in attacking that problem. Um, can you sort of tell us a little bit about how this pill will actually work? So male hormonal contraceptives work in some respects very similarly to female hormonal contraceptives. So we give men sex steroids. In this case, for men, it's testosterone. The analogy in women would be to give them estrogen. And by giving men testosterone and providing the testosterone to all the parts of their bodies uh, that are required for maintaining male health, we actually block the production of testosterone by the man himself. So that works at the level of the brain. And by blocking those signals, the man no longer makes his own testosterone within the testicle. And that's where the sperm are maturing. And without that really high concentration of testosterone within the testicle, the sperm don't mature. And therefore, ultimately, the man does not have adequate numbers of sperm in his ejaculate to be fertile. The great thing about this is that it's reversible. So when you remove the testosterone, the man's uh, production of his own testosterone kicks right back in and ultimately they make their own sperm again. So I actually went out onto the street and asked a bunch of random men whether they would be interested in taking this male contraceptive pill when it eventually hits the sort of UK market. And the general consensus was that, you know, a lot of men would be interested, but they are concerned about the side effects. So could you talk us through what possible side effects there could be? So the goal, of course, is to, to uh, develop something that's side effect free. But whenever we manipulate people's hormones, we are concerned about side effects. So when you give men androgens or androgens plus a progestin, which is what we do with contraceptives, there are risks of men having some similar side effects to what females experience when they take hormonal contraceptives. For example, small amounts of weight gain, perhaps changes in mood or changes in their sex drive. So when we do these development studies, we're very careful to monitor for those side effects in the men who are taking these prototype uh, medications. It's really important to try and create something that has very minimal side effects because these are healthy individuals that are going to be taking this medication. And in contrast to women, where we're actually giving them this health benefit of preventing pregnancy, which is still actually a life-threatening condition for women, for men, it's a little bit different because even though there's a potential societal benefit and a potential mental health benefit for them to use effective contraceptives, they don't have a personal physical benefit from prevention of pregnancy. So we need to be very careful about uh, side effects. 
I think, though, the other thing to, to think about is these medications are not necessarily things that men would be taking for an entire lifetime. And also that uh, we want to create a lot of options. So just like female hormonal contraceptives, where some women have side effects and some don't, and some women prefer one method over another, if we can create a menu of options for men, we anticipate that there would be a similar array of individuals who have side effects and who don't. So presumably this male contraceptive pill at the moment is in a sort of form of medical trial. How, how have they been going? Yeah, so we are in a, a, a preliminary trial. So right now we published an initial one-month trial, which was very, very promising, and um, demonstrated that the hormonal changes that we would anticipate from giving this prototype pill uh, clearly were demonstrated. So now we're actually in the midst of conducting a four-month trial, again, with ourselves at the University of Washington and our colleagues at UCLA LA Biomed. This is a joint trial sponsored by NIH, and we're enrolling 100 men who will be taking the pill for four months and will be monitoring their sperm concentrations and hormone concentrations as well as their side effects throughout that period. So that should be a really important study for us, and we anticipate it'll be completed in about a year. What do you think the challenges are going to be when encouraging men to take this pill? Because obviously it's usually seen as the woman's responsibility to take a form of contraception. How do you think we can change that attitude? Uh, so I think that, you know, my personal opinion is that we aren't having the confidence in men that perhaps we should. So remember that before the female pill was introduced, if you had asked a whole bunch of women if they would take something like that with all the side effects that ultimately became revealed, I think that the uptake would have been small. But as these products are introduced and people become more comfortable with them, what I would anticipate is that the sort of social norms will change. So um, I think it will be a challenge for there to be this paradigm shift, but I also think there are lots of men that are very interested in sharing the burden of contraception as well as controlling their own fertility. And I think that, again, we'll have a much better sense of what the uptake will be once there actually is a product in hand. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly about having uh, more confidence in men. But at the same time, does it concern you that possibly men won't be reliable when it comes to taking the pill? Therefore, the problem of the rising populations could increase because, it, you know, pregnancy isn't a burden for them physically. So anytime we develop medications that need to be taken every day, there's certainly a concern about compliance. And we know from women who, as you point out, really do bear the burden of failed contraception, that women aren't perfect at taking pills every day. So it certainly is a concern. Uh, ideally, we would develop the, the products that we, would, we and others would develop would sort of allow for that. So where missing a day wouldn't actually have a huge impact on the efficacy of the pill. Um, so it certainly is a concern. But again, the question is, who's going to use this? If people are in a committed relationship, for example, uh, I would anticipate that most men would be quite concerned about fathering a pregnancy that they had not planned. And so, again, it really depends on the users. And, and we just really need to develop an array of products, some pills, maybe a long-acting injection would be better for some individuals and so forth, just like we have for women. Now, the big old question, I'm sure you get asked this about 100 times a day and you're probably sick to death of being asked it. Um, but obviously, there has been so much talk um, about the male contraceptive pill for years and years and years. When do you think, Stephanie, that it will be available to take and to use in the UK? 
<laughs> so that's an excellent question. Um, you know, we've been, I, I, my hope is that we will have something within a decade. Um, that seems like a really long time, but the important issues of safety really need to be addressed and those require longer term studies. Uh, the work that we and others have done uh, in the past few years, I think, has accelerated the possibility of having a pill in particular, uh, but other options like gels and long-acting injections are actually a little further along in the pipeline. So I would anticipate some form of male hormonal contraception will be available within the next decade. Well, Dr. Stephanie Page, I'll keep my fingers crossed. You bet. Let's just hope that in our lifetime, we will see a male contraceptive pill, especially for those of you that have really, really struggled with contraception. I know there are so many of you out there that have tried literally everything. Nothing works for one reason and another. And I am just praying for you that this male pill does come to the UK and can be used in a decade, like Dr. Stephanie Page said. If you're really passionate about this subject and you'd love to drop me a little message, please do. You can email me, thefemalestruggle at gmail.com. You can also send me a little DM on Instagram or tweet me. I'm at mjorealdavis, E-M-J-O-R-E-A-L-D-A-V-I-E-S. I would also super appreciate it if you subscribe to my podcast, um, either on iTunes, Acast or Spotify. And if you left me a review, that would just be oh, the cherry on the cake. I'm not going to be like, leave me a five star review because I always find that a bit annoying because you might not think this is a five star podcast, which is absolutely fine because you're entitled to your own opinion. But just, you know, write me a little message, write me something nice. Give me one star if you think it's crap. That's absolutely fine. This is a democratic society, you know. Go to Twitter and Instagram as well to see the video um, of the male contraceptive pill street chat so you can see everyone in their glory. And please, please spread the word. Tell your friends, um, you know, share it if you fancy it. That would just be amazing. And finally, let's start talking more about contraception. Um, I'm going to ring my boyfriend in a minute and let him know that I take a synthetic hormone combined pill called Yasmin and I have a week break, which is a fake period. Um, (laughs) The more we talk about it, the more boys will get it. Hopefully one day they'll be taking male contraceptive pills. Let's hope. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next contraception mini-series podcast of The Female Struggle Is Real. Real.